Welcome to hell. Prepare for your first beating. Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Follow me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. And like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Pass the word around. Hit the like every time you check out one of my videos. There's plenty in there to uh, choose from. I'm trying to build it up. I'm trying to build a page, so be patient. And uh, it's always fun to come back when there's good things to talk about. And there's actually really good things to talk about. Because in the next few hours, the stadium tour... is going to be the main attraction in San Antonio, Texas tonight. I'm so excited for Motley Crue to be back. You heard that track, Take Me to the Take Me to the Top, one of my favorite songs on the Too Fast for Love album. That right there is one of the tunes that I gravitated towards when I had this cassette, when I first got my hands on this cassette. It was one of those things where you listen to it. It was different from, uh, you know, putting the album on and be able to change it. A cassette, you would hit play, and you would just kind of just go through this. If you really, 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 really couldn't stand the song, you would just fast forward it. You would stop, fast forward, stop, play. Okay, you know what? I want to go. I want to hit the cue. So on some of these boom boxes that were out at the time, they had little timers on them. So you can hit timer on it and set it up. So if you wanted to play it back again, like I did, I I always played Take Me to the Top. Always rewind it. Even if you were in a car, too. Cassettes were just hard to deal with. I'm so glad that they're gone, but I I know that they're back. I I know it. I know that because they... Anytime they do a release, now you're getting the option to get the uh, limited edition cassette. And uh, I don't think I'm, gonna, I'm ready to go back down that road again. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the, uh, the digital world. MP3s. It's all the good stuff, right? The stream. All the good things that come with 2022. I'm not ready to go backwards and and pull out the cassette player because I do have one on one of my boom boxes. I have a massive boom box when I used to go out on my Jeep and, you know, you know, sometimes I would go fishing or go out to the lake. I'd break out the boom box and, you know, crank up some tunes. I didn't play any cassettes because you're able to connect into the auxiliary and play your iPod or whatever, right? So anyway, 
I digress. There's more important things to talk about right now because Motley Crue is in San Antonio. It's a really good thing to talk about. And also, I got a correction because on my last podcast, which you can find on YouTube or uh, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple, wherever you find, wherever you use to stream or download your podcast, look for Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show and uh, hit the subscribe. So anytime I release videos or audio portions of this podcast, you'll be able to uh, be alerted and you can you know, listen to it and see if you kind of agree or disagree on some of the stuff that I'm talking about, and which is cool with me. I don't mind. I mean, we're not going to agree on everything, right? So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be cool. I'm really planning on, you know, trying to get some video, live video. And anytime you do that, anytime you go, it, it, I mean, it's, an, it's cool that you can go out and get video when you go to these concerts. But a lot of time, the, the audio is just so jacked, you know. And it, But I, I know what to do. I know what to do now, so... I'm going to try to be a little consistent and get some videos and then I'll be able to post them on this podcast and kind of share my thoughts on the um, the stadium tour concert that's coming in, which starts at 4.30. The doors open at 4.30 at the Alamo Dome and you'll be able to go in and it, it's just so, it's so crazy. I, I really want to know the number of attendance that that is predicted for right now because I think the full dome is going to be open. So it might be 65 plus. I'm just kind of thinking because uh, the stadium tour has been through some huge cities and they're playing outside in baseball stadiums, which is really cool. They played at Minute Maid in Houston, and I saw some of the pictures and they were amazing. That's that's the beauty of social media, right? And 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 uh, and Twitter. I mean, you can see these things in real time. I don't want to get too much into it, but I like to see a couple of pictures and see the guys out there uh, uh, doing their thing, you know. And it, it, it's going to be so cool to be able to to watch Motley Crue again. Haven't been able to see them since the final tour. Uh, the the last time I saw them was in Las Vegas. Um, so I'm very excited about Motley Crue being back in, in, in South Texas and being able to, uh, be, be there as a full band, right? You got Mick Mars, Nikki Six, Vince Neil, and Tommy Lee in your city. I mean, that right there, I mean, we're ready. I keep tweeting at them. And kind of just, you know, prodding them. Like, hey, San Antonio's ready. I know that we don't have a baseball stadium. Well, you have that. <laughs> what is that? Where the missions play. Wolf Stadium. Uh, no. No. I mean, that, that would be fun. Why not, right? Just try it. I would rather go... But... <sighs> I don't know exactly how many people the uh, Nelson Wolf Stadium holds, but that would be cool. 
You know, and at one point there was talk about bringing an MLB team to San Antonio, which would have been cool. And there was also talks about maybe putting the stadium downtown. That would be a game changer for the city. That would be great. And can you imagine? It, but right now in this heat, it's been a hundred. Uh, it, it's it would be pretty pretty brutal. I mean, it's not like you're out in San Francisco, San Diego, Seattle. Um, you know, New York. So, I don't know. It's just, I hope everything goes cool. And uh, like I said, I want to correct what I said on my last podcast because I said that Def Leppard would be headlining San Antonio. And I was off. <laughs> to Wow, I, I saw the news and I heard people talking about it. And on Friday night, people were saying, man, it's hard to see Motley Crue during the day at Minute Maid because there's windows and you can, you know, the sun is still out and Motley's jamming. So I'm like, oh, that's great for, for San Antonio. We're going to get Motley Crue headlining. That is, that's cool. See, now I can see Def Leppard and... uh don't have to leave when Def Leppard plays. Because if they were headlined, I was going to be out. But now I'll get to see all of Def Leppard and Motley Crue. I'm going to try to get there early to see Joan Jett. Um, she's always great. Uh, last time I saw Joan Jett was at a corporate party. And um, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see Joan still doing it and sounding great and she has a great the black hearts man they're such a great band it's it's cool to see joan out there still doing her thing and it'll be a a treat to see joan on stage at the alamo dome tomorrow maybe about almost five i guess um so I'm I'm having some beers right now because we are actually it's it's concert time, right? Fuck, we're celebrating. The concert is on. In a few hours, I will be walking into the Alamo Dome along with uh maybe 60 plus thousand. Yeah, because they're already sending out emails saying, "Hey, you got to park and ride. You got to do this. Don't even get closed." Da, 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 da. So, to me, it's like Uber in and Uber out, right? Don't have to worry about anything. You can have as, as many as adult beverages that you want. Indulge and indulge responsibly. So, you know, stay classy. Enjoy it. Enjoy the music and the scenery. Uh, a lot of people just, they like to go to these things. They, they're like, they like to people watch. Right. There's so many different characters and people that you see. I remember back in in my younger years at the hemisphere, that was one of the greatest, greatest buildups to shows. Because people would be throwing frisbees around and you would have to keep your you know, your head on the swivel because if you were just sitting there all stone and not paying attention, you you would get hit in the head or in the forehead in front of like you know, 15,000 people. And uh, it was cool being on the floor and being able to to uh, 
to listen to that music. They played that music and that Hemisphere Arena just had a great vibe. I, I, I always talk about this, but I'm like, man, that was such a huge mistake by the city of San Antonio to, uh, to tear that, that arena down. Oh, it, it hurts still right now to talk about it because, you know, growing up and being able to attend a handful of shows at the uh, Hemisphere Arena, which was in the heart of San Antonio. Um, so, you know, the Alamo Dome is, if, for people that don't know, the Alamo Dome is right across the highway uh, where the Hemisphere used to be. So they built a huge hotel there, and uh, that's that. It, they just moved on like it never happened. So much history, so many different artists that played that venue or that arena. Uh, some good nights walking in. You're walking in because it was like a, you'd walk in, everybody would be downtown hanging out, and everybody would just roll in into the hemisphere hall there and wait. They used to have like 15 or 20 doors glass doors and people would just stand in front and just oh let us in man and uh some good good times I actually saw motley crew at the hemisphere arena the shout at the devil tour um so would it be it, it's very special to me as i mentioned before i'm a huge motley crew fan have been and always will be yeah, you got a lot of critics out there and people who will, who will disagree when I say that. And uh, I'm cool with it because everybody has their own taste and their own uh, their music that they grew up with and that they enjoy. And this is mine. You know, Motley Crue is my cup of tea, man. They, uh, to me, they're they're the bad boys. Um. It's really cool and special to see Mick Mars still out there doing his thing because I questioned that. I, I didn't, I, I counted him out and a lot of people did too because you wouldn't hear or see anything from Mick Mars. Yeah, he was working on a, a solo project and in Nashville, I guess that's where he resides. And um, you you never heard anything from Mick Mars. You you would always hear things about Tommy Lee, Vince Neil, uh, but you never heard anything of Mick. And so, I I counted him out, and and I, I uh, that that sucks because Mick is out there doing his thing, and and I've read a couple articles, um, and and up in the East Coast when that tour went through there recently before their break and uh, they were kind of harsh on him and that's cool that's that writer that beat writer whatever that's his uh, his opinion he gets paid to do that so he has to go and and watch the show maybe walked out he probably watched like two songs or walked halfway in um who knows but he was pretty harsh on, on the band and um 
you know, I, I wanted to get into that, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and leave that there because today, or to, yeah, later on today, because it's after midnight here in central Texas. I mean, south Texas, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, Motley Crue is scheduled to play tonight. And there's a lot of people that are heading that way, too. So it's, it's a Sunday night. Let's rewind and let's make it a Saturday, right? Let's make it a fucking Saturday. Get wasted. Everybody get home safe and be responsible. No violence. Just love and, and loud music and uh, just everything that comes along with it, right? Let's have a good time. I'm down. I'm ready. I, uh, I wanted to come on and talk about my six albums of the week uh, for this week. And, uh, of course, I mean, you look to the side of me there on that one camera, that third camera there, and you'll see the six albums that have been up since my last podcast. I've left them up because I wanted to come back and talk about them. Those are the six albums that uh, I've been really hitting hard all week because I've been pumped up about this band and it sucks because I mentioned Joan and I didn't mention Poison and I didn't mention Def Leppard. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just that I, I'm, I, I'm a huge Motley Crue fan and I, I respect these other bands along on this bill. But, you know, uh, it depends. I, it, I have to be in the mood for some of that, but... By the time Motley hits the stage tonight, later on tonight, I will be a little toasted and, you know, enjoying lots of uh, cold beverages and enjoying the scenery, of course, along with everybody else. Uh, there'll be a lot of beautiful people there. So that, that is great. Like I said, we all love to people watch. That's, that's how it started for me. You know, and it's changed because, like I said before, there was Frisbee throwing and all kinds of crap going on. And there was loud music. And there still is, but just the vibe leading up to a show. It was great. And I'm sure that it's going to be there tonight because San Antonio is going to bring it. You know, everything's calm and cool. The calm before the storm. You know, Motley got in. Uh, early this morning, I think it was like after 3 a.m., they were staying at a, a this place downtown. It's Emily something. You get it. If you're from here, you'll know. That's where they're at. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that their hotel has been stocked all day because people want to get a glimpse of these guys, and I'm sure that you're seeing all these buses and a lot of stuff going on because that, that crew is already working. They're working to get that massive stage set up, all these seats, everything set up for what's about to, uh, to happen in San Antonio. The stadium tour 2022 hits our city tonight, San Antonio. Are you guys ready? I know I am. I mean, cheers to you. If you're out there and you're getting ready, cheers, man. Enjoy it. Be responsible. I don't have to tell you. You, you do what you want. I'm going to do what I got to do and just leave it at that, right? 
But I want to get into these six albums. The first one I played coming into this podcast, I played um, Take Me to the Top. That's one of my favorite tunes on Too Fast for Love. And uh, I know that I'm going to get a strike. And, and why not, right? It, it's worth it. To me, it's worth it. Why not? Let's break a little bit of the rules and play some, some Motley Crue, right? And I'm going to play a, the second song I'm going to play on this album I, I dig this song, and, uh, you know, the everything. I mean, from the beginning, from the beginning of this album that came out in 1981, it went through a lot of different things, and, and, and you know, a limited release in the beginning, I think like 3,000 copies of when they were in their original record label. Um, So that right there was, th- th- that band just went through a lot in the beginning, but they made their statement and they left their marker saying, hey, this is what we're all about. Get ready. We're coming. And that they did. So, uh, you know, this album was one of the first ones. Like I said, I, I, when, when I first saw Motley Crue on MTV, I was interested. I was like, this sounds cool. They're edgy. And from everything that was else that was out there, this is something that I gravitated towards. And... Uh, and this is one of the next songs that uh, that that I love, and this is uh, something you know that was on the B side that I, that I really dig. You know, this song right here is really cool. Whenever I would listen to this, this would you know kind of remind me of L.A. Hollywood. You know. Oh yeah, see, definitely. You know, they're not going to get into any of this kind of. They're not going that deep. They'll go deep. I haven't seen the uh, playlist yet, and I, I don't want to because I kind of want. I know some of the stuff that's coming. I know what they come out with, but I don't want to know the whole playlist. I, I know what they're going to play, and there's one song that I'm going to save because I don't think that. This song should be um, on the set list anymore. Reti- retire it. Don't play it. Please. They always seem to do it. They could fill that that gap with something else in their arsenal. You know, they got a lot to pick from. Uh, so this is a good tune. get it you get it you're starting to feel it you're like shit i don't got a fucking ticket i need to go get one hey i was looking around and it's getting kind of scarce now with tickets they're going pretty quick it's a sunday you're dallas cowboys when you're in a good mood of preseason they beat the la chargers they look pretty decent so yeah you're feeling good, man. So go go out and buy those tickets and get in there. And let's look pretty. Let's, you know, I see a lot of phones out. Um, 
and it looks cool the way they they uh some of the, the 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 staff and crew members that are out there i mean they um, they have a huge production i mean this band from i mean things have changed you know in in the the rock and roll world because before it was about it was pretty basic now you know in this time there's social media there's all things they got to do video and and these i mean whoever they have is doing a hell of a job kind of promoting this so yeah you heard that stick to your guns and uh off the too fast for love album love that song that one's a that one's a classic to me and all and this one too as well i i dig this song it's kind of a slow tune but i don't know i i, I like to see them play it live um and uh it, it's a cool tune I just love it. It's a cool song. And if you're a Motley fan, you know you know what this song's about. Really cool. Fucking Motley Crew. Hell yeah. I'm just enjoying the fact that they are here. That's how much of a fanatic I am. Um, that's how big of a fan I am of this band. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> it's awesome. I'm going solo by myself because it's uh i don't know it, i hate to wait for people and uh, it's it's like you're on your own man you're you're and and this is how much i get into the music it's like it, just as long as i know that i'm gonna see motley crew tonight i'll be cool i'm gonna try to enjoy every second of it and I hope you do too. If you if you have tickets and you're where you plan on buying tickets, fucking enjoy it, man. You know, uh, there's been a lot going on around this, and uh, to get some kind of some music relief uh, is always cool. You know, something that makes it, it might not be your cup of tea, but you know, you know, if you listen to a, a different. Um, a band or music and that just like man that's my comfort zone that's the way i feel about this band so i'm, I'm playing a couple of tunes off their first too fast for love album and uh I play, i'm playing some of my favorites there's so many on this this album here so um it's kind of kind of hard to uh to leave some out right i've already paid, played a couple i'm going to play one more for you and then i'm going to move on to the next album so i i hope that you know you agree with some of my picks or you dig them if i mean if you're a crew head doesn't matter what i'm playing you're like 
It's Motley Crue. I'm in. You don't hear it on your local radio. You're not allowed to play it on YouTube. You get flagged for it. I'm sure I'm going to get flagged and they're going to want to. But you know what? I'm going to I'm just going to go out on a limb and do this. I want to do it. I think it sounds better for me for what I'm trying to get my point across. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's, it's going to happen. I know what uh, what what's coming. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy it while I can. So here's another song that I that I dig. And there's just something about you know the music and just the way this band gets gets into it you know this uh, it's a great tune and you know it if once you listen to that and you're a crew fan you're like that's fucking old school Right there feels good as a motley fan that's where i'm gonna start you probably will not hear some of these songs but it's cool to bring them back and i listen to them i i drive a lot so it's good to put on some old school motley crew and uh just enjoy it, man. It, it's so cool to do that. Um, I, uh, I'm i glad that I was able to see this band and still able to enjoy some of the tours that this band is, uh, is doing. I, I thought they were done. And uh, it's cool to see them back. Um, I, I'm really happy that I was able to... Uh, to attend a lot of these concerts, these early shows uh, with Motley Crue, you know, seeing I'm seeing them in Vegas like twice. Um, so, you know, it, it's really cool. And Vegas is cool. I never had a, a chance to see him in Los Angeles, which I bet that would be cool. But I remember being in L.A. one year. And I, I don't remember what I was there for. Anyway, and it was at the old, uh, what was that place? It's gone already. They knocked it down. Uh, the House of Blues, right there on Sunset. And I was staying at the hotel next door. So I was like, I need to get something to eat and get some beers, get the day started. And I had a lot planned that day. So I walk in there, and I guess you had to drive in through the back. Because that's I I went there a couple of times, um, and uh, so anyway, I walked straight into the front door. There was nobody there to greet me, so I'm looking around. It was like, uh, 
just dark rooms and stuff and, you know, like different lighting. And so I walk into this one room and they had like these red and black velvet couches and it was like a cool vibe in there. It's like, whoa, this place is cool. And all of a sudden some guy walks, hey, can I help you? And I'm like, uh, I'm looking for the bar. He's like, oh, you're way off. You're on the other side. And I didn't think anything of it. Well, I sat there and drank beer. It was a really cool place. I, I hate the fact that they knocked that place down as well. But I sat there all practically a few hours just drinking beer and just enjoying the environment there, the good vibes. And as, as the time of the day went by, there was more people trickling in, and I started seeing some media buildup outside. And it's Los Angeles. You're like, okay, you know, some who's coming here or whatever. But then you start seeing these, uh, they had like a red carpet deal, and they had all these musicians come in. You know, the guys that live there and some other special guests. And <laughs> they were honoring Motley Crue. And Motley Crue was going to play on the Sunset Strip. They shut it down. I think it's something that the whiskey throws, if I'm not. Um, or it could be the Rainbow. One of those places. But there was a bunch of all-star uh, bands coming in, and they were going to play. And it was <laughs> really cool. And uh, so the, the bartender's like, hey, you know, you've been here for a while. You're going to need a wristband to stay or else you got to go. She's like, I happen to have a next one. Like, oh, cool. Uh, so she hooked me up, and I was able to stay there. It was really cool. Um, but I, I didn't get to see him. I had to leave. So I didn't get to see Motley play live on the sunset ship. That would have been pretty cool. So next, next, I want to get into the second of the six albums that I got up behind me here on this camera. And it's shout at the devil that the shout at the devil, um, that, that album was really cool. I, I really loved that album. One of my one of my favorites from this band, and there was a, a video that came out. It, it was weird how, you know, watching videos, you know, they'd have the top ten, and they would build up all the way. And every day you would you would hear this, and there was other songs that they started with, but this song right here. When I saw this video, I was like, "Hey, this is fucking cool," and. Uh, I I just loved the video. It was so cool and edgy. And uh, it's one of my favorite songs in this album, One Child of the Devil. Too Young to Fall in Love. There it is, my favorite song 
from Shout at the Devil that was released in 1983. Yeah, 1983. This video was pumping on MTV. Uh, really cool to see. And this song, anytime they play this song live, I, I just, I, I'm right, right in the pocket with them because it's like, man, it's my all time favorite song. But them doing it live just makes it fucking even better. Yeah, I love it. And I know they're not going to play it. I would love... I, I tweeted at Nikki Six. Eliminate a song, Nikki, and add Too Young to Fall in Love, man. Change it up a little bit. You guys are almost done. You got a couple more dates. And then... Oh. I might go see Motley Crue in Vegas for their last show of the stadium tour. How about that? That's a treat. So it would be cool. I'm working on it. Be patient with me. But you will be all over that as a, a listener of this podcast. I would definitely share video and everything that I see and hear will be, you know, in this podcast. So hopefully, you know, I can work out all the details and be able to get to um, Vegas and go check that out. The, f- the final day of the, uh, the stadium tour, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poisoned, and Joan Jett. It just feels like it started to me because I've been following it on social media and on YouTube, which you can also find this show on YouTube inside the Man Cave Podcast Show and follow me on Twitter at Johnny Compion. Um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, uh, this album was full of so many good tunes, of course. When you would hear that that intro, I remember hearing that on the radio for the first time. And just hearing that. And your your speakers were kind of like rumbling. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. I remember that at the Hemisphere, this coming on and them coming on live playing this song. It was fucking cool. I think I had like 13th row. My second favorite song. Wow. 
And you know what happens next? As a Motley Crue fan, they get into it. Yeah, I, I love that intro. That intro on that this album, Shout at the Devil, is, is special. There were so many things going on in that time of my life. And it was cool to have, you know, Motley Crue um, for the ride, you know. And this song here was always a time where I would turn around that cassette that I'm talking about. I would turn that cassette around and, you know, it was like, this is the first thing you would hear. And I was like, hell yeah. That was like, that was heavy for me when I was younger. That was really heavy. I remember in Vegas, they did a residency there and they came out with this and it was really cool. I got to tell you a story about that. Really cool story that happened that night in Vegas. They came out in Vegas with this. They came out strong. It was awesome. I remember being... <laughs> I had been drunk for like two days leading up to this. And I remember going to Vince's place. He has a he had a bar there. It wasn't that... It was before the Circus Circus. I remember the hotel. I remember going there during the day. And just, just drank lots of stuff there. Really cool bar. And then watching, because I was staying at the Hard Rock where they had the residency. It was really cool. They came out with this. I complained because I got there. I was just so lit up. <laughs> I, I got to the venue in the hotel downstairs from where I was staying. I got there and I sat down and I'm like, the seats were so close and I'm like, complaining. I'm like, dude, I, I paid a lot of money for these seats. I can't even sit down. Like, so I was complaining. I said, get me somebody else. I need to talk to somebody. So I complained and this lady's like, you know what? You're staying here. I was like, yeah, I'm staying here in this hotel. I need something better than this. So she's like, okay, come with me. We got this available. And she gave me a sweet, a, a sweet center stage right above where the band was playing. Directly right in front. And I was like, whoa. A whole suite to yourself in Vegas watching Motley. Oh. I remember like... I was already fucked up, so I'm like, I need another beer before they get to this next song. So I rush out of the suite. There was a bar right outside. There was a few chicks there, or ladies, sorry. 
And uh, they're just enjoying life. You know, they're doing shots and uh, doing their thing. So I'm like, hey, I'm I'm not going to go barge over and, uh, you know, bother these young ladies that are enjoying the night. I just didn't know why they were. Well, yeah. Well, Motley had just, you know, come on stage. They were had just finished their first song. I just needed a refill. I needed a shot of Jack, and I needed another Heineken. So I walk up, and I'm right next to them. So I order the shot and the Heineken, and one of the young ladies is like, hey, do you want to do a shot with us? And I'm like, sure. What do you want? I said, Jack. And she says, Jack shots all the way around. <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, Wow, this is cool. So they're like carrying on talking to me about I don't know what. I'm just trying to get back to the suite, which is right across from this bar, a few feet. And uh, did the shot with them. Let's do another one. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And uh, so we proceeded to take a second shot. And these were like massive Big, full glass, jumbo shot glasses, um, back to back. And as a gentleman, that I, the gentleman that I am, I said, you know what? I can't walk away and not buy you guys a shot. So, you know what? Line them up. I told the, the uh, bartender, line them up. Boom. Another another hit of shots. I said, but I, I need to match yours. You did two. I'm buying two. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. It was a wild night. Um, it, it's Vegas, man. Like you got to be on your heels there because, you know, shit like that happens, especially at a Motley Crue concert, which I warned you guys, you know, um, beware because, they were they, there will be lots of drinking a lots of um uh, of beautiful ladies i'm sure and uh everybody just wants to have a good time it's going to be crazy it's going to be on a sunday and it it's you know I, I just keep bringing it up because i'm so excited in a few hours it's 2 a.m. here so in a few hours I will be getting ready and jetting downtown, Ubering it, and, uh, you know, enjoy some of the, well, I'm going to, I'm probably going to go to a local establishment downtown and plant myself there and have some, some food and some beverages and then make my way towards the Alamo Dome. Um, so I'm, I'm so fired up. I'm talking about right now about my favorite songs on these Motley Crue albums you're seeing on one of the screens there. That's normally right there. That's a, a, a chair where somebody would sit. There's a microphone there, but on the side there next to that, that speaker, I have my six albums that I've been jamming on. And, you know, it's, it's Shout of the Devil is up there, their second release. 
And, you know, I played that Red Hot and it, I talked a little bit about the memories of that song. And, uh, you know, this, this, like I, just like the previous album, like I said, they have so many good tunes on there. Um, but this one right here, I always talk about being obscure, not going, you know, going against the grain, right? Because, you know, you're going to, you know, as a fan, you're going to be like, looks at kill, shout at the devil, you know, uh, too young to fall in love. But I, I, I mean, this song here is uh, something that, that I dig. I'm not going to go with looks at kill or anything. If, if I could make their playlist up, I would play this live. Never got any airplay. Not here in this city. Maybe KNAC in, in LA played this, but not here. You were not. You had to kind of go to your cassette and this is what you would, you know, listen to. Like, man, why aren't they playing this in my radio? But this was a fucking cool tune. Is such a cool song. Man. It was cool, you know, first getting a chance to listen to that, and then you would play it over and over. A freak like me that loves this music, and I love all types of music. I'm talking about my youth. You'd always, that's the song I would always replay over and over. There was a couple songs on here that that uh, that I played. There was some cool stuff they did, you know, on this album, like like this man, like like Mick Mars, fucking amazing, legend. This is iconic right here. As a Motley fan. I know what it did to me. It's still, it holds its own. I mean, this is a great tune. If you're a rock and roll fan. Yeah. This is good shit right here. Yeah, that right there, just that little 
That little piece there is great, man. Mick Mars. Fucking legend. And you enjoy it. You enjoy the time. You know, like I, I, I tell you guys, you know, music is so powerful. And you follow your, your favorite musicians and the music. And, and you know, it does things, man. So uh, it, it's cool that, uh, you know, we're able to, to enjoy this. And uh, next up on the six albums that I'm that I'm you know been jamming all week is Theater of Pain, which is up on that that vinyl wall. There's that vinyl. Uh, this one here, it had a lot of good tunes in it, but the one that stood out because there there's I I can go through a, an album and tell you this song right here is going to be their next single. I would always play that game in my head because I knew that this this town that I was in, they wouldn't play it. Their playlist was very slim. They wouldn't do it. Even if Motley was in the city playing, they wouldn't play anything that, like, stick to your guns. or It was very rare if they did. So this album here, Theater of Pain, Theater of Pain came out in 1985. And, uh, you know, this song right here, there's this, like, I, I loved it. It was so many cool things that, you know, that I went through. Like I said, with these albums, I mean, music really impacts your life, I'm telling you. But this song here was just, man. Yeah, <laughs> that took me somewhere. It was cool living through it because I remember this song being on a lot of cool times in my life. Um, but this album, it holds its own still. Theater of Pain, you know. There were so many songs on here. And that song that I talk about uh, is on here. Smoking in the Boys Room. They need to retire that song. Don't play that anymore. It's not your song, first of all. Play something else. You have to get rid of that song. I already heard down the line that that song is on the playlist. 
and I'm disappointed. That's why I tweeted at Nikki, like, please. Because he was taking questions, and I checked in like an hour after he was kind of like, hey, ask me anything. They These artists come on, and they'll say, hey, I'm here. What do you want to know? They got a little time. They'll do that. And he did that, and I put it out. I was late, I guess, because I always, I always try to tweet at him. Just tweet at me one time, Nikki, just once, man. I, I met him. Um, cool dude. Cool guy. I mean, I, I loved Motley Crue. For that. that was the first time I hadn't met him a few years back. And he was not part of Motley Crue at the time. That's after, It was after the stadium tour. And he was out doing his solo project, 6 a.m. Um, but yeah, I, I digress. Um, I want to get back into the uh, the favorite songs on Theater of Pain. And, and like I always just had to say this, please don't play Smoking in the Boys Room. Don't play it. Please. I, I, I can't deal with it. Um. This album here, I really enjoyed this song. It wasn't one of my favorites, but I really, when it first came out, it really stuck to me. It was a good tune. It's got a good melody. Yeah, see, you can tell Vince, you know, this was their third album here. So they were right there. They were riding that wave. Uh, Theater of Pain was good. You know, that, that album stands on its own as well. Um, but th- there are so many, you know, so many uh, songs on this next album it was really good i think mtv once again the girls 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 video really was like dude i want to be like motley i want to be like motley crew you know that's what i saw on mtv you know you heard this and you're like i'm down where are we going shit i don't even have a motorcycle i didn't have one at the time but fuck it fired me up and I, I as a youth I couldn't go to a lot of strip clubs which I ended up doing at some point uh, but it would it would you know it always made me feel cool being in a strip club and I actually went to one of the strip clubs that they talk about in this song in LA one of my buddies I went like twice um uh Yeah. And that, you know, this song was was huge on MTV. 
you know, Headbangers Ball. Ricky Rackman played that. I love Ricky, man. I follow him on Twitter. If you if you get a chance, follow Ricky Rackman. The dude, he loves riding motorcycles. I think he moved out of L.A. He got he just got tired of the scene, just like a lot of people did, and still are. It's, it, people just say it's crazy to be there. It's not the same place. I I get it. Times have changed, and. Uh, you know, some areas can be pretty aggressive. Um, but yeah, follow Ricky Rackman. You know, this guy used to host Headbangers Ball. And uh, he's really good on Twitter. And he loves riding motorcycles for good causes. And, you know, he's, uh, he, he, he's an Indian motorcycle rider like myself. Um, I, I wish that I could ride with him one day that would be awesome and i'm sure it would be uh, a good convo between us because i love music and he loves music i i think about that a lot like how would i be how would i be around you know like a ricky rackman or uh, uh somebody else a good critic that knows about music i think that would be really cool a good conversation between us uh, hopefully one day I can do that on this podcast and open up, you know, some, some good stories, uh, that, that I've been through, you know, um, with, with working in rock radio and, you know, news talk and sports. I mean, I've been up and down the dial as a producer, not as a host. This is new to me. You know, talking on this podcast is something that, I'm still getting used to. I'm not used to it yet. I've been a lot of good around a lot of good friends that are good on the air that that are good storytellers. And that's one thing that you got to do on these podcasts is you really got to keep your listeners engaged, you know, to win the game, right? That's what we're trying to do. We want more we want more views, we want more followers. You know, so you, you got to do that. You got to keep people engaged. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know, there's a lot of music fans out there that that we don't get um, this kind of platform where we can talk about and play music because, you know, people don't have time to uh, put something like this together. And if you're going to, sh- to the show tonight, you know, maybe you're up. And you're listening, and you're going, fuck, this is cool, man. I wish that I can listen to more stuff like this on my local radio or on satellite radio. Yeah, you do have other talking heads that talk about music. You know, Eddie Trunk, he does a lot of that. He's a good dude. He did that metal show, and he had his, his time, you know, on TV. And he's transitioned over to uh, Sirius Satellite. And he does a good job to to keep the rock world informed, and he hosts a lot of uh, a lot of shows, so he keeps up to date with all, a lot of local bands that started for him, that became you know national groups. And so he's been around these musicians and bands for for a long time. So he really knows what he's talking about, and he enjoys doing it. He's another guy I would like to pick his brain and kind of go back and forth because. I always feel that he's like has that East Coast bias 
Because when he does talk a little bit, he's a huge New York Giants fan. And we own the Giants. Oh, what am I saying? We. I'm, uh, well, as a former Cowboy fan, he used to. That's why I was always attack him. Was because he talked about his Giants owning the Cowboys, and it was the other way around. Anyway, let's get back into some music, you know, and talk about this this album here, Girls, Girls, Girls. This was another. It still is. And it's, it's the song they open up with, I know that for sure. This song is going to be the opening song for Motley Crue tonight. Why not sound the same? But hey, it's Motley. Stuff right there, man. Tonight, San Antonio. Are you ready? See, one thing I heard that critic, I think he was in Baltimore uh, for some website. He talked about Tommy playing faster than Mick Mars, and it wasn't matching up. It just sounded all like all over the place. And like I said, you know, um, I, I I see where he can where might where he might be coming from, but I got to witness it myself, and then I can come back and talk about it. Because I'll be straight up. I mean, I've seen them plenty of times. I've seen them at their peak. And I don't think I've ever... Well, yeah, the end. The end was like, eh. Even it's it's kind of hard watching that that live, you know, video they, they produced for the end at the forum. It just didn't... Vince was not all there. The band sounded great, as always. Um, but I'm gonna—I'm really gonna keep my ears open to hear that, to see um, if that's true. You know, if that's true that um, you know that uh, Tommy's playing a lot faster than uh, McMars. Be something interesting to look into. I mean, who who knows? I, I like I said, I got to be there to witness it, and um, you know, come back and 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 you know, talk about it, right? Because I, I think we got to do that. If that's the case, then you know, it, it's got to be talked about. But they're almost done, and I saw an article. I saw an article that came out. And it talked about how much money this this band is generating this tour. It was like they they they're making over four million every 
city they play in. That's just amazing. Good for them. Good for them. People waited two years to, to, to get these tickets you know, out of their hands because they postponed. And they didn't know if it was going to happen or not. You know, so um, it's uh, it's cool to uh, be able to uh, to see Motley Crue again, and uh, you know, uh, it's uh, one of those deals where you know you get there and. You know, the band is, you know, whoever Poison's playing. So you got to kind of wait it out. And I'm cool with that because I've, I've heard, I'm following Ricky, what's his name? Uh, the drummer from Poison. And um, he's vlogging. He's doing this, He's but he's writing and doing all kinds of cool stuff. Poison you know those guys they they work really hard and and they they reunited for this so it's going to be interesting to listen to that band and see how they sound but you know getting back into this top 6 albums that I've been listening to let's get into uh the uh the release of 1989 the Dr. Feelgood album that album was really good still this song, once again, one of my favorite songs. I keep saying that with each one of these albums, and that's how big of a fan I am. But I remember seeing this video on Headbangers Ball and on regular MTV. It dominated for a few weeks. I remember that clearly. But the one that, that was on for, for a while was Home Sweet Home, off the theater of pain. And we all know that's still a hit. And they're going to play that. That's another song that I know they're going to play for sure. But this video was really cool. Seeing the band out of their element and kind of walking, I think, the streets of like New York. Uh, that's what it looked like. Correct me if I'm wrong. But this is the song that I, that I really enjoyed listening to. Yeah, the video was cool to me because that's what I enjoyed to listen and to watch on MTV. Really cool song. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, of tunes that were on. Let's play another one. I mean, this song here was one of the main ones that people really gravitated to because it just was like, you know, pretty cool. Just that opening, you know, rift there with Big Mars. That was Motley Crue. 
yeah. So that that just gets you fired up for for tonight in San Antonio. Motley Crew at the Alamo Dome. The uh, doors open at three, I think, or four thirty. Don't quote me on any of this. I don't know. I won't be there that early because I'll be like having maybe some lunch and some cold beers because it's going to be pretty hot tomorrow. And I'm hearing there might be some rain. So, what would you rather have? You know what? Let's stick with the heat because the the rain just could just kind of like. You know, well, it, 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 well, yeah. Hmm. That's a good question. What do you want it? Wet or dry? Telling you, Motley is here. But that song there is, is one of the, uh, the tunes that that I like as well, and the video is cool too. MTV, you know, um, it's really cool to see that. And the last album on here is uh, one that uh, that I like. You know, a lot of people didn't like this this album, and. Um, it was interesting because you know Motley Crue. Really, you know, they to me they kind of set the trend until grunge came along, and a lot of people would disagree with that, and they'll be like, "Oh, grunge didn't do any." It, it yeah, it really did, and we all kind of was like, "Whoa, what what is that?" I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, so a lot of things happen. And this, I think this right here, this album was one of the last ones that uh, um, that you know you uh, you listen to, and you're like, okay, it's Motley Crue. The video's cool, uh, but you know, it's not my cup of tea. It's not like Shout at the Devil or you know all the stuff that you were used to listening to. This is a different album. And you know, I I got I, I get it. You know, it was it was different, but there were so many once again so many tunes on this album, and this was my favorite song, uh, Gener- Generation Swine. It was released in 1997. Um, this was one of my favorite tunes off that album. It was like Motley Crue, but a lot of people just didn't get it. They're like, eh. just thought it was cool there's some cool songs on here that are a little bit different but if you get a chance listen to it put some headphones on and listen to it there's a couple good songs in there uh, 
I'll play some snippets of, of some of these songs that, that like this song here, um, Flush. It's a really good song. Uh, uh, the song is great. The buildup. And then the, uh, the end of the song is cool. You know, the way Vince's attack is on this song, the way it was written, because Nikki Six was a mastermind behind all this. But Vince did his job on this one, too. Just the bass lines, those catchy bass lines and those hooks. <laughs> it's good fucking shit. That's just it. As a Motley Crue fan, anything they released, I always like listen to it. That's how much of a, a, a Motley fanatic I was. In my younger age, I, I love. I still love the music, and of course, I'm not going to pass up an opportunity for one of my all-time favorite bands to come through my city and me not be there. I mean, it's if I'm willing and able, I'm I'm going to be there. That's how much I dig these guys, Generation Swine. The sixth album on that, the albums that I've listened to all week. And in that order, you know, Too Fast for Love, Shout at the Devil, Theater of Pain, Girls, 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 Dr. Feelgood, and Generation Swine. Uh, and then, you know, there's more. Uh, they actually got some new stuff coming up. They got us uh, a new song on on a soundtrack it's going to be interesting to see what they got and what you know how i i heard a little snippet of it and it's pretty good so i hope you enjoy it but let's get back to this album this album here was to me i i really enjoyed listening to it and uh this song is like flush almost it, it's almost got the same vibe and uh it's really fucking cool it's a cool song it's motley crew It's been talking to me for a while Inject my soul with the truth to the tail Another great song. There's so many songs on this. Um, I'm really proud of this one for Motley Crue. A lot of people didn't give it a, a chance. 
So it was good to uh, to come on here and talk about the six albums that I've been listening to all week leading up to the stadium tour, which is on tonight in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I'm so fired up for it. I need to jump off, uh, have a few more beers, uh, edit this podcast, upload it, Try to sleep because I'm I'm just so excited about Motley Crue being here that I don't know if I'm going to sleep. I'll probably like take a nap and wake up and go grab some breakfast and then have a beer or two and then go find a place that's close to the Alamo Dome that I can kind of plant down and then have some lunch and a good lunch with Lots of cold beverages because it's going to be hot in San Antonio. I'm sure it's going to be about 100. And um, so I need to hydrate. And so do you. If you're attending tonight, make sure you hydrate. Hydrate. Drink responsibly. Enjoy yourself. Uh, Don't do anything too crazy. And uh, just enjoy it. Enjoy the night, San Antonio. Shine, man. Every city that this this tour has been on, they've really, really, you know, Brett Michaels came out and he tweeted and said, Houston, shit, you brought it. Even Nikki was like, wow, on his Instagram. Like, wow, they were blown away. I When I go back on social media on Monday, when... You know, everything starts, the smoke starts to clear and we all come out and we're like, fuck, Motley's here. They're heading up to Dallas to play. But what did we do? What did we do? And how did we look? That's one of the main things I'm going to be talking about and uh, bringing up on this podcast because we start a new week and there will be more podcasts. And um, I guess it's not the road. It's not going to be the road to San Antonio anymore because they're already here. They made it. They're here in our city. And there's a lot of people that are that are like, man, you're going to enjoy it. And other people are like, hurry up and get to my city. But enjoy it, San Antonio. It's been a pleasure, you know, talking about the six albums that I've been listening to and my favorite tunes on there. Uh, thank you for all the support that you're giving me on social media, you know, on Facebook on Instagram, on TikTok, and on the YouTube channel. You know, follow Inside the Man Cave on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Pass the word around. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Listen to this dude. He talks about a lot of different things. Give me a shot. And let's let's be friends. Subscribe to my channel. I got 24 right now. Get me to, get me to halfway to 50, man. Give me 25. And, I, and I, I guarantee you there will be a reward. Once I hit 50, I'll do something. I will bring somebody on, and you can sit in that empty seat there where all the albums are, and we can have beers because there's always beers in the man cave. Not sponsored by Heineken Light yet, but there's always beer and a little bit of alcohol. Like we can do shots or whatever, and uh, if you don't, we can drink water. doesn't matter. But we'll do something special. When I get 50 subscribers, so subscribe to my channel 
And as always, take care of each other and peace. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. And you can also support the podcast show on anchor.fm slash Johnny5150.